Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Somebody once told me the world is going to Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 1037 WEEI. All right, back here on the Martin Kitchen Show. Unfortunate news this week, obviously. Devin's got to be crushed. Yeah, Steve Harwell. Um, you know, I was also, I, or I heard Scott mentioned it as we were coming on the air. I was at that 99 All-Star game. Um, or it was the Home Run Derby where, where they played. I don't know. Maybe it was All-Star game too, but it was the Home Run Derby where Smash Mouth played. To be honest with you, Kitch, I wasn't a big Smash Mouth fan. Um, didn't really like you know it, they were fine but i wasn't a huge fan but he was that that cd what was it called astro something yeah. um was big in that moment there in the late 90s and they really uh, made a name for themselves and it's a shame that you know you see the guy that age pass away um but you know they do have that memory in boston um in terms of the patriots this is what i'm thinking um, 401-777-1037 is the phone number if you want to chime in. This is what I'm thinking in terms of the Patriots, and I have a lot of confidence in this. I wish I didn't, but I do. I think the New England Patriots kitsch need to come out and start fast, and we've been saying that all summer. That's not, the, that's not the breaking news here. What I'm saying is I think the way they start this season, especially in this game and the way they look offensively specifically, is going to dictate their entire year. The level that they are on early in this season is going to be, it's going to approximate the level they are going to be on all year. That's why I've emphasized the preseason so much and finding a rhythm and seeing some signs that they were on a different level. I do not believe that this team is going to, they're not going to be able to deal with adversity early on weather the storm, circle the wagons, figure things out, and ascend to be the, being this dynamic offense by week four, week eight, post-Thanksgiving. I do not believe that's going to happen. The, the gap is too wide, dating back to last year, dating back to Tom Brady. They need to show us, and may, I'm leaving the door open, Kitch. I'm leaving the door open that the RPOs and the play action, they're going to do it for this team in this offense. And that Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien know something we don't and haven't shown that they can be at their best week in and week out. I'm leaving the door open a crack 
But I do not believe if they come out and look like they've looked on offense, you know, the same offense we saw basically last year, I do not see a big improvement week in and week out and week two to week five and week five to week eight. I don't see it. I see them being blah all year. The only way this team surprises us and and maybe gets to another level is if they come out tomorrow and knock our socks off. And we're watching that game early on, and we are like, damn. And the team, and what I referenced when I thought of this, the Colorado Buffaloes. I think it needs to look like that. Not maybe as much production and points and all that. This is the NFL. It's a different thing. But nobody expected Colorado to look like that. Nobody expected them to be that dynamic. The kid, you know, Shadur Sanders or whatever, he, was play- he wasn't even in Division One A or whatever last year. He comes out... Fully prepared, way more prepared than we thought he would be. Yeah, he's Dion's kid. Okay, whatever. You knew he's going to be prepared. But he was <clears throat> way more prepared than we thought or that we had seen, and he went out and produced and looked the part. That's what I think the Patriots need to be tomorrow. Mac Jones needs to go out there and be that Sanders kid. Way more prepared for that moment than we thought, than we had seen. Way more comfortable running the offense than we thought. And he has to look like he is on a level that we did not expect based on where he had been. Whether that was the HBCU or last year under Matt Patricia. If he looks, if he comes out and blows us away, then, there, then you have something that I think we all get excited about. If he comes out and just looks like he's looked the last however many years or last year or something like that, I don't think they take big leaps and strides throughout the course of the year, Kitch. I don't see it. We haven't seen it all preseason. It's got to be they know something we don't. They know that this is going to work, and we just haven't seen it. And they've got some guys that are better than we think or more ready to produce than we think. Maybe it's Pop Douglas. Maybe it's just the offense and the structure is going to fit some of these players better now that Bill O'Brien's here. If it's not something we don't know, if it's – if they don't come out and surprise us, I don't think it's going to be a very dynamic year for this offense. I think they're going to tell us really, I don't want to say everything, but a lot of what they're going to be right away when this season starts. And I think that's the way it's going to be. I don't see them circling the wagons and being good later if they struggle early or hit a rough, a rough stretch and look clunky early on in that season. This is what I do know, is Patriots fans are not going to fall for the trap that we've fallen for for the last three years, which is basically by come midseason or as you're heading into like the end of November, early December, where you're like, hey, this team's actually kind of good. They're you know, playoff run. Nope. We're not going to fall for that again if you start off slow. If you start off slow and you're 1-3 and three in your first four games, we're not falling for that midseason winning streak of like three or four games and all of a sudden being like, hey, no, this team's actually pretty good. Nope. We've seen it too many times now. We've seen it too many times. The two things you have to do are start early and finish strong. And I don't know if they're capable of doing either one of those things. Start off this season, you know, kind of on fire, maybe two and two, somehow three and one, and then end the season, you know, with two and one in your last three games. I don't think they're capable of doing that. If they come out and they're kind of flat offensively, that's going to be kind of who they are. Exactly. And we're going to look at that and go, all right, well, once they get healthy, once that offensive line is fully healthy, once Juju's knee looks right, and once, you know, Ramondre looks fully right, which he's probably going to play tomorrow, 
but he might not look fully right. We're going to hold that for a little while, but no, if you come out kind of flat offensively, we're going to basically know pretty much what you are through the entirety of this season, and we're going to just look at the schedule and go, that true win-loss, win-loss, and you can write them down and pretty much hold to them and hold to those predictions because you'll know. If this offense comes out flat, they're going to be pretty much flat all year long. They have to be unafraid. They have to be willing to try to be more dynamic, and maybe they will be. They they have to try, but they They don't have have the guys to do it. Again, that's the big problem. We all kind of like Kendrick Bourne, right? He's a nice wide receiver. Is he that guy? Is he an explosive guy that no, can change the game really. for you? No. Uh, but that's Devontae what Park- O'Brien is here for. He's supposed to unlock some of that. Some of that. Yeah, you're gonna you're relying on too many of these middle tier guys, and I don't think it's going to work out for you. They're all middle tier guys. Juju Smith Schuster is a middle tier guy. Kendrick Bourne, middle tier. Devontae Parker, bottom of the middle tier. None of them are bad. They're not bad wide receivers. They're just not good wide receivers. And none of them are explosive. They're all, all three of them are kind of the same. Same general size, same general speed. None of them are really breakaway guys. And then you're going to rely on the rookie, Douglas, to be that guy for you? I don't think so. If You know what I sort of relate this to, and I haven't made this point, but it just sort of hit me. I think what needs to sort of happen, and this isn't going to take them to the Super Bowl, okay? But it could give them a better season when, than we're expecting. Do you remember, the, you remember the end of 2018, what happened defensively? 2018 going into 2019, but specifically the end of 2018 going into that playoff run. Yeah, that, was the, that concluded with the Super Bowl win over the Rams, right? Correct. Okay, so so what happened defensively? What did they do? They clamped down. They, they, well, no, they didn't clamp down. They started taking more chances. They got more aggressive. Ah, there's the word. More aggressive, more chances, zero blitzes. And it took the NFL catch some time to adjust. It took them into the 2019 season. That was why the boogeyman existed through Halloween. Okay, and then afterwards it got a little dicey and then it sort of went off. But if they can do something like that offensively to start this season, I think they would have a chance to surprise some people. Because then you could do some things and execute some plays that maybe some of these teams, even the elite teams, weren't expecting and aren't ready to defend and handle. And then you can find a way to be in games late that maybe you shouldn't be in and even win some games that maybe you shouldn't win. And then you see how that goes and where you're at later in the season once the league sort of catches up to what you're doing. And what you mean is, what I mean is, then what happens is once the league catches up, then it becomes, okay, do you have dudes? And that's what takes you to the next level. You have to have the dudes. You have to be able to produce and execute when the other team knows what you're going to do and what you want to do. That's what Tom Brady was able to do so effectively for a million years. That's what the best can do. The other team knows what you want to do and still can't stop you and still has trouble. Why? Because you have talent, because you have dudes. I don't know if the Patriots have those players. I don't think they do. But in order to get to a point where, we're, where we could find out if those guys are good enough to really go to the next level, I think you have to, based on where they were, not only try something different, but be able to execute something different. And if Bill O'Brien can sort of do what they did in 2018 defensively, where they changed essentially their M.O., 
I think that's the start. You have to make the plays. It's a lot of good defenses you're playing, a lot of good teams. But you have to change the M.O. They're not going to do anything with the M.O. what it was the last two years. That M.O., if you go into the year and have that M.O. after two, three weeks, Kitch, you're talking 500 at best. At best. You have to change the modus operandi of the offense. Can Bill O'Brien do it? That's the question. Can he do it? Or, or will I, they even try to do it? Do you think they're going to even try to do they it? They might try. Again, it still comes back to they don't have the guys. They don't have the guys to do it. But look at look, look what mean, we – You looked at what the Chiefs did the that, other night. Well, I was just going to bring up the Chiefs. Look at what the Chiefs did. They were missing that dude, the, you know, Travis Kelsey. He was out. Hyperextended knee. Wasn't playing. I don't think, you know, Patrick Mahomes' receiver core is not very good. And they still almost won the game because of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You don't have that. You have Mac Jones, who's incapable of doing that. And the one guy we look at offensively and go, that guy's pretty good. We really don't actually know fully yet. And that's Ramondre Stevenson. He had 1,000 yards and, what, six touchdowns last year? He's in, a, good. in a 17-game season, when you think about that and go a thousand, just barely over a thousand yards and six touchdowns, that's really not that good. There's a lot of a thousand-yard rushers now. I mean, I don't get all that excited over what he could. He's not. First of all, but but that that's my point. Is yeah. that's the that's the guy we've kind of kept looking to and be like, that's he's probably your best offensive player, and he's not special. No, and, and even if he was special, Ben, where does that get you, Derrick Henry? You know what I mean? Even if he was the most special running back in the NFL, where does that get you today? Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, he, look at all the Super Bowl titles Adrian Peterson won. How many? I mean, was he in the championship game at all? Uh, yeah. Once with Brett Favre. With Favre. Maybe, you know? Okay. And then Favre threw the pick away. I'm just saying, even if you had that guy, I'm not saying they're useless. But there's so many other things that need to be in place before you can really bask in the glory of having the greatest running back in the NFL. I mean, it's a nice thing, but it's, you know, what am I going to do with it? You know, it's like living in the suburbs and having a really nice boat in your yard. It's, it's really frustrating because for the last, like, five years of Tom Brady, we kept getting sold on, hey, rookie quarterback, rookie contract, uh, you can put all these things around them, and you haven't done that. You look at uh, most of the rookie quarterbacks that have come out over the last couple of years, the teams have actively tried to improve the guys they're throwing to, or they already had really high-quality guys in place. Like Herbert with the Chargers. He already had Keenan Allen in place, and Mike Williams, who's pretty good. He's not great, but he's pretty good. Keenan Allen is very good. All right, you look at Burrow. You already had Boyd and Higgins there, who were both good. And then they went and said, you know, we're not going to draft that tackle that everyone wants us to. We're going to take his teammate, Jamar Chase. And we're going to pair them up, and we're going to take it by storm. Look what they did in Miami for Tua. You have Waddle there, who's very good. And then they say, you know what, we need more. They went out and go and acquired Tyreek Hill. You look at the, the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence. Christian Kirk had the best year of his career last year. He was like a top 10 wide receiver. He's really good. 
And then they go and add Calvin Ridley, who's better. You look at the Bears with Justin Fields. We don't think he's all that good. He's dynamic. But then they go and add more to that room. You have an early Josh Allen up in Buffalo. What do they do? They go out and acquire Stephon Diggs. What have you done? Kendrick Bourne. He's fine. Devontae Parker. Less than fine. And Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. You just never had that number one guy. You've never had that alpha. Where would you rank this uh, wide receiving core? Uh, Bottom five? Like I haven't looked around at every other team, but just off the top of my head, it's probably bottom five, maybe bottom three. I mean, what the Chiefs put out there Thursday night was atrocious. I, I don't even know if I would go that far. I think that's being hard on them. I just think in order to get to the level you want to get to, you have to be above a threshold. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter. So it's like, let's say, let's use money for an example. Let's say in order to be a Super Bowl contender, you have to make six figures a year, $100,000. Just keep it simple. If, you're, if you don't make six figures, it really doesn't matter if you make 95000 a year or 60000 a year. It, you're not able to get to that. So the Patriots, I don't think they're the worst in the league. They probably make 90000 a year. But I think you need, in order to be one of the teams, you have to have that number one. You have to have that dynamic playmaker, and that means you're over 100 a year, and they're just not. So it doesn't matter if you have a $50,000 a year wide receiver salary, or $90,000 a year. You need to be over that six-figure mark. So it's like, that's great. You have a bunch of B guys. You're probably not going to suck. You're going to make some plays here and there. But when it matters, when, it, when the game is on the line, when you have to make a play, who, are you, who do you turn to? Who do you rely on? Who do you have confidence in? Well, and you saw it last year. It's virtually the same offense. You, you replace Kasicki with Johnny Smith, and you replace, um, uh, what's his name, who went to Las Vegas with Juju. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, thank you. And when they needed that, what did they do last year? They called on Marcus Jones. Your fourth cornerback? Third cornerback? Yeah, hold, hold that thought. Let's, let's talk to Matt and Warwick on the Patriots. Hey, Matt. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, good. Yeah, what's going on? Okay, cool. Well, if you don't have number 12, I think Philadelphia Eagles are the the, the the now franchise and how they build a team. And first of all, they put they must put a tremendous effort into the draft because all five of their linemen that they have, they've drafted themselves. Now, that's not to say the draft is going to be perfect, right? Because, like, in 2020, they went for that kid Jalen Rieger mm-hmm. at 21. He turned out to a butt. He turned out to be a bust. Yeah, now at he's here. Was, well, listen, yeah, I know, I know, right? But listen, they took him at 21. 22 was Jefferson. Then there was Ayuk. And there was T. Higgins. Hey, you missed them. But look what they did. They went to the second phase of building a team. They got rid of him, and they, and they got Brown by, by paying money. Yep. And when I, you know, so it's like. Well, on top of that, they weren't afraid to go back into the first round and grab Devontae Smith. Sure. They, they you know, they made a bad one, and then they didn't look at that and go, oh, crap, we're. We're not good at that. And then they went and actually corrected it in the draft and grabbed a much better player. I know. like So the resources, like, my point is, you know, Belichick, as far, as far as drafting, sure, he has drafted some good players, but you know, we all know how he's kind of built this roster. You see it this year with the offensive line, is just kind of like, ah, yeah, whatever. I think that was really what they were doing in the draft. Like, 
Ultimately, how they're going to build a roster, but okay. So for tomorrow's game, this is how I kind of see it. Um, you know, both teams, as you guys said, are kind of like, you know, didn't have the rough preseason. I know none of these guys are cracking in the preseason anymore, but it's going to be in the eighties. So in the second half, you know, whoever whoever's running the ball most effectively is going to win. Um, and you guys know that Ramondre Stevenson and and Trent Brown, you know, were sick this week, so I don't see that voting well for their. Their endurance tomorrow. Anyway, I see Eagles big tomorrow. Fly Eagles, fly. fly. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Matt. I just, I, I just think if you're not gonna find a way to, you gotta change the mo. I, I think you have to change the mo. Now that should have started with player personnel acquisitions in the off season. Um, maybe it did, sort of. Matt Gesicki, you know, we'll see how that unfolds. You Listen, have- I don't think Mike Gesicki is going to be a game changer Listen, in any way, stretch, or form for me. If you go out there and try to be what you've been, defense, running the ball, especially Kitsch with the way the offensive line has been and held up in the preseason, injuries, ineffectiveness, whatever, it's not going to happen. You have to change the M.O. offensively. Now, I think that's what Bill O'Brien was brought in to do, I think. But if you don't, I mean, that's priority number one. I would almost feel better. I mean, I don't want to lose the way the, the Chiefs lost. I don't want to – I mean, obviously they have Mahomes. If the Patriots go out there and they push the ball down the field and just drop every pass and their guys for the most part are open and they just sucked and dropped every pass, I'd almost feel better than if they tried to play the way they've been playing the last few years. I know where that goes. I know where that leads. And it's only going to get harder this year with Rodgers and other teams in the division and in the conference. You know, the Jaguars haven't been what they've been. They're better now. The Jets are better now. You, you'd think – I don't know. I'm not high on them necessarily, but you'd think the Ravens are poised to bounce back and be decent again. You know, they've had a couple injury-riddled years. and you think Did you say Lamar Raiders Jackson, or Ravens? The Ravens. Sorry, oh, I okay. the Raiders. I meant the Ravens. I, I, I wasn't positive because I was like, okay. uh, the Raiders are look like an absolute mess. I, I just think it, the Ravens are poised to bounce back and for Lamar Jackson specifically to bounce back and have a, a representative year. Okay, so happens, but hold, let me just real yeah. quick. Look what the Ravens did. You have Lamar there, you you had Andrews there, and then you go say, okay, I'll take a flyer. No, OBJ is still kind of talented. We'll take him, and then we're also going to draft one of the best wide receivers out of the draft in Zay Flowers to go along with Rashad Bateman when he comes back from his injury. So they even looked at an established quarterback who can do a lot for them, and still decided to add to him. That's yeah, it's just frustrating. I mean, you could argue. These are the most weapons he's had. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if the defense is going to be as good as, good as it's been. Um, I, I just I, I can't say this enough. I just can't. You have to change the mo. And I wish I've I've never phrased it that way, but that's sort of what I've been saying for a long time. And now it needs to be said as the season is is set to go. You have to change the mo of the Patriots and what they are offensively. And the league needs to understand that, and they have to execute. If you don't. At best, you're going to be what you've been. And like I said, the line is arguably in a worse place now. I'm not saying the guys are worse, but it's not as, you know, you've been injury riddled. You've been ineffective and haven't been in there. To just lean on them like you're going to dominate, especially against Philly, but even just bigger picture first four weeks, that you're going to just dominate in the trenches and run the ball and and do something like that and protect Mac Jones. That's not going to, I mean, that's not realistic. 
And I know it might, you might say, well, if that's not realistic, how are you going to push the ball down the field? I don't know. But figure it out because you have to get, the, get Jones on the move. Um, that's what Bill O'Brien is here for. You have to change the MO of the New England Patriots. You have to come. Like, I want them to come out tomorrow, Kitch, and throw that ball. RPOs down the field. And you're saying to yourself, who, the, who is this? Up top, dynamic, up tempo. That's what I want to see. That would be changing the MO. We'll see how effective they can be. And if they're not, you know, we'll go from there. You have to put a significant effort in place, though, to try to change what you've been, or it's going to be 500 at best. This is the Mark and Kitchen Show, 103.7 WEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 